talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. Hello again, everyone. It's California School News Radio, the voice of education in California. Welcome to the program. Every week we bring you newsmakers from the world of education to discuss what's going right in our schools from the perspective of administrators, teachers, students, parents, and community members. I am Kevin Osmus from VMA Communications, and with me, as always, is my partner in crime and hijinks, Drew Schlossberg. How are you doing today, Drew? I'm hijinking just fine there. Right, oh, Kevin? boy. Uh, well, you know, we don't need to get into that. Right. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll save that maybe for the second half of the program. Uh, it's an amazing program today. Let's get to it. In Baldwin Park Unified Unis... Uh, excuse, let me start. Let me start again. In Baldwin Unified Park Unified School... <laughs> uh, you, you, uh, you want me to try this one for you? Uh, I think I can go ahead. I I think I got it. Two elementary schools are part of a federal pilot program exploring the advantages of establishing an academic instructional foundation through the arts. It includes dance, visual arts, music, and theater. The program is Teaching English Learners Through the Arts, or TELA, and here with us today is Baldwin Park Unified School District Ernest Argetti's Elementary School Principal Irene Garcia and Margaret Heath Elementary School Principal Dr. Maria Alonzo. Irene, Maria, welcome to California School News Radio. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Hi. Well, it's an honor to have you on the program. You're the two of the hardest working principals in all of Southern California or even California or perhaps the world. I don't know. But we know that you work very, very hard. Uh, And uh, so we're just we're really tickled to have you on the program. Uh, My colleague, Drew Schlossberg, who I just was uh, talking, he will also be uh, joining in the conversation. And there's so much to talk about with with Tella. It all started with an office, a federal office of English language acquisition grant shared by Baldwin Park Unified and the Hacienda La Puente Unified School District. It's administered by the Los Angeles County Office of Education, and the four local schools here, which is being piloted in, are the only K-12 schools in the entire country uh, that are working with this program. So, Irene, we'll start with you, and Maria, please join in, but what is TELA, and how is it being implemented at your schools? Thank you, Kevin, for this opportunity to highlight what's happening in Baldwin Park uh, at Gettys Elementary and Heath Elementary with Tella. As you noted in your opening, yes, we were uh, we are two schools in Baldwin Park, a total of four total participating in Dell. And basically, Tella is, um, as you noted, is a teaching like teaching English learners through the arts. And we've had the opportunity for the past four years um, to implement and integrate elements of art, the arts program, into our curriculum. And what I mean by that is uh, visual arts, performing arts integration, uh, music, and dance. It's been taken a, a slow, it's a slow integration, meaning one year, each, for the past four years, we've integrated uh, each one of those. First, we started with visual arts, um, then we went into dance, and then in, and now we're in music, uh, into anticipating next year integrating uh, theater. And so we embed uh, integrated arts into our curriculum, whether that's through our uh, English language program or uh, any kind of content, science, social studies. 
with some very focused um, lessons and activities, strategies embedded into our learning so that students can access the curriculum um, easily and, and with rigorously and, and also in a fun, creative way. Um, Dr. Alonso, you want to chime in? Yes. Uh, once again, thank you, uh, Kevin. Great introduction. I like the little mini rollout of the red carpet there. Oh, good. <laughs> so I, 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 I just going along with what Irene's saying. It, it's been a really great experience for us to be able to integrate uh, uh, VAPA standards, the visual and performing arts standards, into our uh, all-day curriculum. Um, it's been a great benefit to our students. Um, and I know that you have a couple of questions just gearing and addressing some of the um, outcomes that we've had. Uh, but I do want to tell, uh, the, you know, the audience that out, that's out there that one of the best things that we've done is really embrace this Teal experience at both Gettys and at Heath. And the outcomes are phenomenal. Some of these outcomes you'll see in the uh, quantitative uh, data that comes out in, in the research uh, and the qualitative uh, data as well. But it's been a positive impact. It's definitely addressed all stakeholders. It's uh, encompassed and embraced uh, different ideas. But one of the best things about this is that it has increased our uh, level of competency in just our multicultural awareness. Yeah, and, and you know, at, at its heart, it's an English learners program, but it has so much to uh, to give to all the other students uh, that uh, participate in it. Is this is it just available to the English learners at your school, or is this a, a school wide program that all the students participate in? It is all of our students, and it's students from TK all the way through six. Um, it also involves our parent population. Um, and the way that it's designed, it's for all stakeholders. Uh, even our teachers take on the role of students um, as they, you know, evolve, uh, evolve as, as educators who are teaching um, through the TILA lens uh, at the site. Well, Drew, uh, I know that you are no uh, stranger to the red carpet. Uh, <laughs> or, or... I, I, I got to tell you something. This is one of my favorite subjects, as you well know, uh, on this. And again, congratulations uh, to both you, uh, Maria, and to you know Irene uh, on this. Uh, and you know, I've said this many times on the show. Um, one of these days, we're actually going to get it right, and we're going to teach every aspect of the curriculum through you know uh, VAPA, uh, which we know we can. And and uh, math, science, uh, you know, name a topic, history and all that business. You guys know this better than others. So let me ask you this, and I'll start with you on this, uh, you know, Maria. Uh, it, how many kids are going through it right now? And is it every subject area that they're exposed to through uh, these, you know, uh, TILA? They, they are. Um, if the teachers strategically design their curriculum or their instruction, should I say, let me uh, be very specific because vernacular and education, uh, you really always have to, you know, speak with specificity, but right. the instructional design, uh, if it's purposeful, the teachers can and have um, incorporated VAPA standards throughout the entire instructional day. Um, one day might be science, another day right. might be writing, but it all lends itself to every uh, core subject that we teach. And it's such a no-brainer, and we've known this probably since we were walking upright for, you know, God's sake, and, you know, um, and obviously, um, 
you know, you folks have spent many time uh, in the curriculum as says have I. And so when you start seeing some of the visual performing arts eroded in the classroom, I go, no, you guys are taking the wrong approach. I don't mean you guys as in the, the teachers and the principals. I think sometimes our politicians don't quite understand how critical it is. And it's not to take away from my friends who love to teach STEM and STEAM, actually, is more importantly. But um, we all know, and I want to ask you this, Irene, the motivational factor. We all know when kids are motivated to learn, they just raise their expectations and they raise their competency. Uh, can you talk about that? Yes, um, that's, I think, one of the components that's easily noted as soon as you see an integrated lesson that involves either a dance piece or a music piece and, or a visual arts piece lesson where the teacher's guiding the students through a very systematic and intentional uh, learning experience um, where they have an objective, right, an overall objective, and then they embed it with some music or art, um, visual art, or some sort of form of the arts. When it's like Dr. Alonso noted, when it's embedded, intentionally, strategically planned, the motivation is—it's uh, easily evident. You can see the evidence right there. Um, but you just noted something that's very important. You know, being a case fixed school system, you know, you, you're teaching all subjects. Right. So teachers have to be very purposeful in their planning and when they're going to uh, teach all the subject areas. And then when you integrate, it does create a challenge with timing. But you know, when you again purposeful tra- uh, purposeful planning organizing, it can be done. And, and I think Tela has something that we, we've seen in Tela is the purposeful planning that we've embedded into the training where teachers have consistently been given time to organize and plan so that their lessons are intentional. And I think that's where it comes in, is you give the time, teachers time to plan, organize. They will be purposeful in the way they deliver their instruction that it has arts integration. So yeah, motivation, um, it's evident, it's instant. Um, it just has to be, you know, again, purposely planned, and it can happen. Well, you know, and I know uh, if we have to go to break, I wanted to continue this one. One last question here. One, one last question. Sorry, I lied. I have a million questions. But uh, one of them is, you know, with ELL, with these learners, um, are you using, you know, some of the concepts of Steve Krashen and comprehensible input with the, the teaching, or is that totally separate? Uh, no, actually, it's a, it's, that's also integrated. You know, within our time uh, blocks, we, our teachers are given a designated time to teach some of those uh, English learner strategies right. to, de- to develop language. And then there's integrated time. So it's both. It's both. Um, so those crashing strategies you mentioned right. are taught designately in, uh, during what's called our English language development time block. No, I think that's great. Kevin? Well, I, one, the, one of the things that I w- was delighted with was it was last year, and and uh, it was dance uh, instruction last year, and you uh, hooked up with the Conga Kids, uh, which is a wonderful organization here in Southern California that teaches kids all kinds of different dances, the Foxtrot, the Tango, uh, I don't know, maybe the Frug and the Watusi, I'm not sure, but uh, they, uh, and, I, and I know uh, that this was a very... Uh, popular and successful program. Uh, Kids were very shy at first to dance with their classmates, as you might expect, but by the end of the program, they were really stepping out, weren't they? Uh, Yes, Kevin, and I'm going to have to also chime in on that one, because we had two separate Oh, wait a minute. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, we got to go to break, so let's hold this question for uh, after the break. We're California School News Radio uh, with Kevin and Drew and our guests, uh, Getty's principal, 
Irene Garcia and Heath Elementary Principal Marie Alonzo. We will be right back after these messages. Stay tuned. Homeless veterans and their families are suffering and need our support, but many won't ask or don't know that help is within reach. Veterans Community Services is here to help. Amazingly, about 35% of the homeless in our neighborhoods are veterans with families. Low-income veterans or their friends are encouraged to contact Veterans Community Services and reach out for help with housing and other services. Call now, 800-974-9909. I'm Dr. Janet Woodcock, Director for the Center for Drugs at FDA. If you've recovered from COVID-19, confirmed by a positive test, you're in a special position to help us fight the virus. Your plasma has antibodies that can fight COVID. Please donate plasma now. You can help save lives. There are locations across the country that have safe ways for you to donate. Find a site to donate your plasma at coronavirus.gov. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services at taxpayer expense. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit bizvidcommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D communications.com. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Can you imagine a world without children? A world without their smiles or their laughter. A world where children don't play or sing or dream or imagine. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, we can't imagine a world without children. That's why we're working every day to find cures for diseases that strike down children everywhere. Diseases like cancer, pediatric AIDS, and sickle cell. And we won't stop until every child is cured and every disease is defeated. Because we can't imagine a world without children. Can you? Finding cures, saving children. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. To learn how you can help, log on to our website, stjude.org. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. We're back on the program, California School News Radio, with Kevin and Drew and our guest, uh, Getty's Elementary Principal Irene Garcia and Heath Elementary 
Principal Dr. Maria Alonso. And right before the break, we were uh, just beginning to talk about the Conga Kids, which is a program that uh, you used last year during your dance year. And it was it was a very popular program. And it's not just about getting the kids up to dance and, and, and learning the, the foxtrot, but it's also about having them learn new words and new concepts and then apply those words and concepts uh, into their other subjects and 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 continue to do that and 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 stack up each year you're adding a new element this year it's music so you'll expand those words and concepts a little bit further and then uh, I'm not sure and then the next year maybe the theater uh, and so Irene or uh, Maria either one of you can uh, talk about this but talk about conga kids and that specific uh, plan of instruction, getting the, the kids to learn these new concepts. Okay. I, Irene, um, uh, do you mind if I, ch- I jump in? This is, go ahead. I, okay. Jump on so One of the items, I mean, just, just going back with, with, with uh, the question regarding comprehensible input, I know that uh, Conga Kits just allowed us to be able to really maximize that L1. And I know that at any point in time, when you talk about uh, Krashen's effective filter, that effective filter really needs to minimize. Uh, that's exactly what Conga Kids did. Uh, Conga Kids, you didn't have to have a galore level of, of uh, vocabulary knowledge regarding, uh, you know, movement and dance. It really was just about the, that experience and making those connections. And majority of our students are uh, from, you know, a Hispanic background. Right. Um, they were very familiar with many of these dances. So that comprehensible input was very, very high. And the outcome of it uh, was very high learning, like the outcomes, the writing that came out of that, because of those connections that students were making, we were able to teach vocabulary that was higher level vocabulary. And this is where my amazing colleague, Irene, does such a great job explaining that process. Irene, I'm passing on the baton to you. (laughs) Irene? (laughs) Okay. No, um, as Dr. Alonso noted, you know, um, you didn't have to have a background in, in knowledge on these dances or experiences to really be able to engage with the type of dance and that the language that was coming out of those sessions as the dance teachers was introducing the dance or the movements and um, the words that goes with the movement and the, re- and the history behind the dance and the context behind the dance, all of that just... The, the motivation, you know, was heightened, and so the interest was heightened, and so there's this uh, high wanting to know what the what the words meant, and obviously the dance, where it came from, um, and then the teachers taking that information and continuing those discussions and dialogues in the classroom. Um, you know, it, it was the motivation, and besides, I, I think in my video I mentioned how at the beginning some of my students were very reluctant, they were shy, they're like, oh, gosh, I don't want to have to, touch a girl and dance with her. You know, there was <laughs> a stigma behind partner dancing because, you know, the Conga kids introduced formal formal dances, like you mentioned, the Foxtrot and the uh, the Tango. And um, I, I think I believe there was uh, another, um, the Jitterbug or something like that, Swing. So there's these formal dances, so it required a vernacular words uh, that goes with partner dancing. And so it, you know, having the comfort and the safety to say, you know what, we're, we're going to create a safe environment here. So go back to the social emotional piece of not only learning a dance, uh, learning the context, learning the background, the vocabulary, but you're also bringing in the social emotional piece where we want to break down some barriers and, and, and understand clearly how dance can be beneficial to your overall happiness, your overall um, 
confidence level. And that's something I noted right away from week one to week five, um, students um, desire motivation to want to do well. And they were happy to go to dance class and wanted to learn more. And those barriers uh, came down, uh, shyness and or the 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 respect, uh, you saw that mutual respect gate, um, increasing. And, you know, something I, I want you to be aware that we didn't get to finish our program because of the pandemic. You know, we were five weeks into the program when the pandemic hit and school closures came. And so we didn't get to finish. But in five weeks, uh, as I noted in the video, I saw an evolution. And I know Dr. Alonso can attest to the same thing. There was this uh, evolution in our students' Overall, I think motivation, happiness, their demeanor grew incredibly. The interest was high. The vocabulary, the words they were learning, the desire to go back and reflect and write, and the dialogue that was happening between teacher and student and class and instructor. It was it was an incredible experience. Um, so much that some of our fourth grade parents, you know, I got wind that they were getting wind of what was happening with our Conga kids and the fifth grade students, and already asking that their their child in fourth grade going up to fifth grade would have the same, um, maybe the same experience or opportunity and so forth. Dr. Lonzo, would you agree with that? Definitely. And even though we did have to experience the uh, distance learning at that time, we transformed and Conga kids continued. It, it was a different, um, you know, approach that they took, but they still made themselves available. Now it became an available experience for uh, all of our students with their parents at home. The writing that came out of that, uh, once again, was uh, phenomenal. But the, uh, the writing went back to the connection that they were having uh, with the emotions, the involvement now of emotions, like we're feeling happy, we're excited because we still have conga kids, which is something that they knew before they left uh, and, and now had to do uh, distance learning or remote learning. But then the fact that their parents were involved with them at home and they were participating in these uh, conga kid experiences as well. You know, so... Uh cool about this. Uh, and you hit on something, Irene, and you too, uh, Maria, that I was going to ask you, and you just you nailed it. Of course, that's the SEL component of all of this. Um, and we all know that anybody who's been around kids, uh, even before the pandemic, know that the stress level is pretty much off the charts. And this uh, absolutely has to help in, in 75 different ways. Let me ask you this as well. Um, this is a frequent topic that Kevin and I chat about with our guests on our show, is um, also, you know, what you're doing here with the arts, I, I guarantee you guys are laser beamed on this. It's teaching something that is, I think, missing quite a bit in our society, and that's empathy. Uh, can you address that? That's a, yeah, that's a really good topic, uh, that lack of empathy. I think sometimes that's uh, learned behavior. Right. Uh, when you see adults not necessarily even valuing who you are right. uh, and what, you know, cultural background and what qualities and strengths you have to offer you almost feel like your self-worth is at a minimum or almost non-existent. So you disconnect from society. But then when you have adults like at Keith and Gettys who are being very purposeful with their teaching and they're talking about emotions and connecting it to the arts and the feelings that you're experiencing as you're conveying and expressing yourself that way, um, it's, it's really powerful to see that motivation increase in teaching quality as well. And the motivation in students, it's contagious. And then it expands into the household and the homes. And it's beautiful because students feel the sense of I'm being validated. I might not be a master in my L2. I mean, the language that I'm, I'm, I'm learning, 
um, might not be at an expert level, but I'm being validated. It might be through a different time of uh, a different type of uh, outlet or 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 uh, form of communication. It might be dance. It, it might be the visual arts. It might be music. So it's beautiful to see the self perception of the students validated, where they start seeing themselves as agents of change. Like they're an integral part of society. They have something to give back, something that's of value because now they're appreciating themselves. So when their self-perception uh, really becomes strengthened, they understand who they are. And, uh, you know, it, it could be who they are uh, as in their traditional or, or, or their uh, historical background with their ancestors. But it could also be who they are emotionally as an emotional being. They really do grow. And they start believing that they can make a difference um, in this world. Then they become part not just of a self-efficient perception, but now they become part of a collective efficacy. Without question. Kevin? That's, you know, this is amazing. And, you know, I'm looking at the clock now and it's saying we only got a couple of minutes left. And that breaks my heart because I just want to talk oh, yeah, so much do. more about this. Yeah. Uh, but let's let's uh, let's kind of just flip all of the cards over. Uh, you're part of this pilot program because uh, and, and, and the hope is that uh, this becomes a template for other uh, schools all across the country to follow this. So this is a very important uh, thing. And, and the only other uh, uh, education uh uh, the only schools that are that are studying this are colleges. So in the last minute and a half, and we have to give a shout out to uh, LACOE uh, project coordinator Arlene Bates, but uh, Irene, Maria, why is this so important to do this pilot program that could be something that is a template for every school in the United States? You want to go up for it, Dr. Alonso? <laughs> Especially did pause time. I'm using one of my strategies, Irene. Ah, okay. I'm hoping that you <laughs> jump in. Love that. <laughs> Kevin, uh, being an educator for 28 years in different aspects from classroom teacher to support to now admin, um, one of the things that I have seen over the years in, in California, because um, I was trained in Texas, and I've, but I've been here in 28 years, I have seen a decline in the arts integration at the elementary level. Um, be it because of funding or whatever it may be, but but I feel that this this project, this uh, uh, research that I've been able to, as a school administrator, be part of and bring to the school, has not only made me incredibly happy because it's the arts that I look forward to seeing the integration in, with our students and our teachers, but I, I see the incredible benefit of how having an integrated curriculum where you're teaching the core content, but also in uh, uh, giving students experiences with the arts integrated in their learning. It does Oh boy! Well, you know what? Uh, we have run out of time. I am so sorry. We're going to have to have you come back. Absolutely. Uh, 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 the Irene Garcia, Getty's Elementary School Principal, and Dr. Marie Alonso from Heath Elementary School in Baldwin Park Unified on California School News Radio. We'll be right back with another couple of guests. Does your business do a lot of shipping and wish you could get more for less? Stamps.com is the solution. It's the ideal way to automate and simplify your e-commerce shipping needs. Easily import all your venues like eBay, Amazon, and others. Trips to the post office will soon become a memory. Stamps.com gives you postage on demand. Just click, print, and mail at discounted shipping rates. See why so many e-commerce businesses have switched. Visit Stamps.com. 
I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The WorldLink program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash WSRadio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash WSRadio. I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation, all businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Can you imagine a world without children? A world without their smiles or their laughter. A world where children don't play or sing or dream or imagine. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, we can't imagine a world without children. That's why we're working every day to find cures for diseases that strike down children everywhere. Diseases like cancer, pediatric AIDS, and sickle cell. And we won't stop until every child is cured and every disease is defeated. Because we can't imagine a world without children. Can you? Finding cures, saving children. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. To learn how you can help, log on to our website, stjude.org. 